This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, it's Elizabeth Kay, your host of 50 Shades of Kay, and this week is a big party week. St. Patty's Day, and a lot of times this time of the year, uh, my husband and I will often get asked about our trip that we took to Ireland in November 2015. We went there for our honeymoon, and people have all kinds of questions of, how long was the flight? What was it like when you're there? Do you tip your bartenders? What is it like to drive? What did you see? What do you do? And I thought, you know what? Let's do a whole podcast about traveling to Ireland because a lot of people around here often go to Ireland. And I thought, why not bring the woman who helped us get to Ireland in for a podcast? Lisa Hoppy with Lisa Hoppy Travel Consulting is with me right now. Lisa, thanks so much for joining me. Oh, Elizabeth, thank you for having me. You and Eric have been such a pleasure to work with. Oh, thanks. Well, you you made this trip just the trip of a lifetime. A friend described it perfectly. A trip like this is a meaty trip. It sticks with you. And, and we do. We talk about it all the time. And one of the biggest questions that we get asked about Ireland is when is the best time of the year to go to Ireland? And what, what would you say to that? Because I, I have my sort of take on my experience, but you are the travel agent. When would you say is the best time to get to Ireland? Sure. I would say any time that you can get away is a good time. Winter, of course, is going to be colder. Summer is going to be the best weather, best sunshine, more people. Spring and fall are amazing also. Um, yeah, it Anytime was, you can get away. Anytime is great. We found we were there in November. The nice thing about November is that it wasn't as touristy. So we were really hanging out with the locals. It wasn't as if we were in Ireland and there's a bunch of Americans hanging out with us, but yet we're in Ireland. That's kind of what we fall when we went later in November. Now, when it also comes to Ireland and um, when you've been out there, what have you found is the protocol with tipping the bartenders? That was something that we like were researching before we left for our trip because someone told me, don't tip them. But we in America tip all the time. Yes. What have you found is, is the culture out there in Ireland? In hospitality, you always tip for exceptional service. If they're growling at you, you wouldn't tip them. Everybody appreciates a tip. And what are some suggestions you have about traveling to Ireland for someone that's thinking about it? Well, the first thing, of course, is to contact my agency. Right. And we take a profile of what they're looking for, what they want to get out of the trip, the budget they want to stay within, and we work back and forth to fine-tune it to exactly what they're looking for. And what I found with working with a travel agent like yourself especially with all the stuff going on in the world. For some people, it's very much out of their comfort zone to travel, let alone travel out of the country. Working with a travel agency, I have found, like yours, is there's always somebody there that I can contact. Should yes. anything happen, there's always somebody there. And yes, that just absolutely. gave me some confidence traveling over to Europe as well to know that your staff is always standing by. Yes, absolutely. And we give you contact information for people in the country as well. And with Ireland, too, you really have the ability to see the whole country pretty quickly because it's not that big. Well, you need to slow down, though, Elizabeth. You need to really enjoy stopping pubs in every town, and you can spend an afternoon and an evening very 
easily. Nope. So it does take time to go around. What is your favorite <laughs> uh, city in Ireland? They're all so different. So it's starting in Dublin, taking the southern route, the Cliffs of Moher, the kissing the Blarney Stone, of course. Yeah. Blarney Castle, ending up in uh, Shannon and Galway. You can still head north and go into the uh, what they call the Giant's Causeway, beautiful area, and swing over to Belfast. You did the southern. We did, yeah. We did the southern part of it, and Mm -hmm. we flew into Dublin, and we spent some days there, and that is a fun happening city. I mean, it's it's the largest city, am I correct, in in Ireland, and that is a really happening city. And then the southern route was beautiful, and the Ring of Kerry... And like you said, the Blarney Stone is great. But we feel like the next time we go, we want to do the northern part. Mm -hmm. And people talk about how different northern and southern Ireland is. Can you talk about that a little bit? I mean, is it drastically different? I wouldn't say it's drastically different, but it isn't as crowded. It's uh, less cities, uh, more unique landscape. For someone listening that wants to get there, but they do not want to drive on those roads. (laughs) Because they are narrow. They are. We were told by a bartender at a pub, when he found out we were from America, he said, you're spoiled in America. And I said, what are we spoiled with? He said, your roads. You are spoiled with your roads in America because their roads are very narrow and you're on the opposite side of the road. Also, what about someone that wants to see this beautiful country, but they don't want to be doing the driving? There are a number of escorted tours and private chauffeurs that make the trip spectacular. What do you enjoy about a country like Ireland? Because you've been all over the world and you've seen so many different places. When when Ireland, people mention that, what comes to mind for someone like you? The green hills, the warmth of the people, the the heritage. I have Irish heritage. So like you said, you can get around pretty quick and mm-hmm. as long as you are comfortable with the roads, the roundabouts, the... Um, <laughs> Roundabouts. We had a moment in a roundabout. I'm not kidding you, Lisa, not to cut you off. We went around it three times and my husband could not get over. Don't let that deter you about getting to Ireland. It was more because he didn't realize that in their roundabouts, they want you to turn your blinker on. When you're here, we just kind of fly through and get off wherever we're getting off on the roundabout. We don't have very many, so... Correct. There, we kind of picked up that they want you to use your blinker. So no one was making room for him sort of to get over because he didn't know he didn't have his blinker on. And I was laughing hysterically. (laughs) And I also had a moment of, this may be how I die. It may be in this roundabout. I, I don't know. But we went around so many times... People had to have known we were out of the con- from out of the country. I think they knew. Do you think they knew? Uh, it's possible. It's very possible. Yes. <laughs> it was. It was nuts. Um, but but you were saying that the, the the countryside, the people, they're so friendly there. Yes. You sit in the pubs with the fire roaring and drinking your pints, pints and listening to the stories with your cable knit sweaters. Absolutely. Which is not a stereotype. <laughs> it's a real thing when you're out they, there. You need it to keep you warm. Yeah. yeah. And when we were there in November for, you know, people that are thinking maybe they want to go in the fall, it did rain every day, but it only rained in the morning. It, that's it. And by the time we were done eating our breakfast at the bed and breakfast we stayed at, the rain would clear and the sun would come out and yes. it ended up being about 60 degrees. It was yes. really comfortable. Well, it's a green island, so there is a lot of rain, but it doesn't last all the time. So, And if someone were to contact you to, you know, think about a trip to a place like Ireland and we talked about having you know, uh, the Irish roots that are very prominent Mm -hmm. here in this area. Mm -hmm. Do you have any connections in any way if someone says, hey, I'm a Haggerty, 
what can I find out about my family there? I mean, do you <laughs> people want to go over there? I imagine and do a lot of that. They absolutely do. And the there are heritage libraries in Dublin, in Galway, different cities. So you can either start there in Ireland or you can start here and then pick it up in Ireland. Especially if you're going to make a trip like that and you have family history, mm-hmm. it can really warm the soul to see kind of where you started. Yes. And not even though I'm not of Irish descent, having been to Poland and Germany, because I'm Polish and German, that was really wild to be in one of the cities that the, my family is from, because you kind of look around and think, this is likely the church that they saw because this church is really, really old and been mm-hmm. here for a pretty long time. So they likely walked these streets and saw mm-hmm. a lot of these buildings. And in fact, in Ireland, we took the train from Cork, where my husband's family is from, to Cove, which was where the Titanic had its last port of call. And that was kind of wild to get off that train station because that's also where my husband's family came to America from was that port. And so we walk out of the train station and the sun was out and the seagulls, you know, it's right on the ocean there and the the seagulls are flying around. And that old church right there, the bells were ringing. Mm -hmm. And it was like in a movie. I just felt like magical. It really was. And based on when his uh, ancestors came over, they may have heard those bells tolling because that church was still there. Absolutely. Yes. Ireland is, you know, my recommendation this time of the year because it's around St. Patty's Day. It's like get to Ireland. Where are you finding right now? kind of stepping away from Ireland for a second, where are a lot of people wanting to go? Is there a new hot spot that people are wanting to travel to that they're reaching out to you and your travel agency about? Well, I just got back from Iceland. Yes. It is huge on people's radar. So That's a bucket list place yes. for us. We're big yes. fans of the band Kaleo, and that band is from Iceland. And that's kind of where we first started thinking, hey, maybe let's head out there. Why do you think the, the pull to get out to Iceland? Well, there's affordable airfare. Mm-hmm. It's unique. It's got amazing glaciers, the landscape, um, mountains. It's got uh, volcanic rock. It's got the northern lights. Are you able to see them year-round in Iceland? It's best in the winter, but that makes it the hardest, too, because you have to get away from the city. It's at night. You go out by boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of hit or miss whether the clouds will um, uh, behave for you. <laughs> And with spring break coming up for a lot of people that are looking to travel, where is uh, a great place right now for people to visit? Because a lot of people leave here and they want to go somewhere where they are guaranteed they are getting warm weather. And you know, where where are you sending a lot of families and people that want to travel on spring break? Warm weather, you have to go south of, you have to go to Jamaica or further south. One really cool thing, Lisa, about working with you when it came to booking our honeymoon in Ireland is that we kind of just came to you and said, we want to go to Ireland. We want to go to pubs. And we said, so we want to, we want to find the Harley dealership. And we kind of just didn't, we didn't have all these requests. We didn't really know what to expect, but you came to us with all these other ideas. I mean, you put us up in a castle. I don't even have thought <laughs> to sleep in a castle. And this is where I feel working the travel agent is a benefit because you've been out to these places. You've seen them. You're also talking to other, you know, travel companies that are out in Ireland, you have connections with these people, you trust them, they trust you. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away with this whole concept of staying in a castle. Never would yes. have even thought of that. Yes, there aren't many places you can do that. And it's 
it's extraordinary. So. Oh, it was really romantic too, and for yes. a honeymoon. And yes. I mean, honeymoon destinations. I'm sure you sent a lot of people on honeymoon destinations. Absolutely, yes. What's the big spot now for honeymoons? Believe it or not, it's Asia. Wow, it's Thailand, remote. Um, Tahiti is huge. Uh, Fiji. And what is your favorite place that you've been? Oh, I tell people it's usually the next place that I go to because <laughs> I have this uh, quest that I'm on. I've been to about 84 countries and there's over 200 countries in the world. So That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. And Lisa Hoppy, if you uh, want to contact her, you can find her on Facebook. You can also find her. What's your website? HoppyTravel.com. And the pictures that you have from your trips and the testimonials that you have are, are great because if you're someone that's going to invest in a trip, you don't want to waste your time and money doing something that you're not going to want to do. Because exactly. for a lot of people, you have you have one chance. Exactly. It's, it's the it's chance a of a lifetime. Of, a lot of money you're spending mm-hmm. and your time. It's best to work with someone that knows what they're talking about. Yes. And you care about I do. your clients because you I love really traveling. Do. Yes. And a lot of times I just want to say, I want to go with you. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth? Right. It, it's very personal. It, my name is on the product. It's So it's very personal and it'll come back to you if it, if it isn't done right. Absolutely. Yeah. And before, before we wrap this up, I love your story. If you don't mind sharing this with uh, uh, people listening, how you got into this business. When you were a young girl, remember, oh, yes. uh, tell oh, everyone yes. why why you are in <laughs> the travel industry, Lisa Hoppy. Oh, my goodness. I can remember going to the domes in the tropical dome with my parents and seeing a couple taking pictures. And I said, Mom, what are those people doing? And she said, oh, they're tourists. And I said, that's what I want to be when I grow up. And look. Here I am. That's what you're doing. <laughs> right. You have like sort of the, the concierge effect. Like it's very personalized mm-hmm. with you. Yes. I always feel like you never you never regret a vacation. Exactly. You never, hopefully, unless, unless you make it, it some. planned wrong. <laughs> yeah. Unless it was planned wrong and you worked with the wrong person and maybe you made a bad decision on your trip. So mm-hmm. I guess that could be the case. But most of the time, if you do it right and you work with the right people, you're going to have a wonderful time. Yes. And talk about it for years to come. Yes. Again, we're joined with Lisa Hoppy, Lisa Hoppy Travel Consulting right in Tosa. Uh, there's nobody better out there if you're looking for someone to really personalize a trip for you and your family, whatever it is you're looking to do. And I know we talk a lot about international, but locally also, if someone's saying, hey, I want to plan a trip to Seattle and drive up and down the coast. I mean, you're willing to work with. Absolutely. Sure. That's great. Yeah. Lisa Hoppy and it's HoppyTravel.com. Yes. Thanks so much, Lisa. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to subscribe so you can be updated when there's a new episode. So to subscribe to this podcast on your smartphone, open your podcast app or use your Google Play app. In the search box, type in 50 Shades of K. That's spelled out. That's five zero Shades of K. Once the podcast comes up, Click on it and then hit the subscribe button. And if you have any comments or suggestions for this podcast or a future podcast, feel free to email me at elizabethkradio at gmail.com. That's elizabethkayradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.